Welcome to Axiom Wellness, a place to learn and explore wellness from a variety of angles, from frequency to essential oils and spiritual help. My purpose here is to teach and empower you how to take better care of yourself using tools like intuition, crystals, essential oils, and a variety of personal development skills I've collected and used over the years. My goal is to empower you to find your passion, invest in yourself, and learn to let go. Hello and welcome. I'm Danielle Hughes of Axiom Wellness. I'm a wife of 15 years, a mom of two smart, funny, neurodivergent kids, ages 11 and 14, whom I've been homeschooling for the last few years. I hold a bachelor's in English literature and an MFA in creative nonfiction. I'm a certified aromatherapist, writer, blogger, and podcaster. I'm an intuitive medium and tarot reader for the last 28 years. I also do both Reiki and Chios energy work, as well as sound healing with crystal singing bowls and tuning forks psychometry, and remote viewing. I teach monthly classes on Zoom and Facebook on a variety of topics from essential oils, frequency, psychic development, crystals, non-toxic living, and a hundred other things. I knew from a young age I was an intuitive empath, although I didn't have the vocabulary to express it in that way. My purpose is to share all of my gifts, diverse experience, tools, and talents to help others achieve their goals, get unstuck, and into a better place. Hello, today we're talking about negativity. Negativity is defined as the expression of criticism of or pessimism about something. Why is negativity like a car crash? Or better yet, is it the act of being negative and addiction to our brain? When someone says something that is critical, we focus on what and why they said what they did. That in turn makes us feel bad about ourselves. And if we don't keep our emotions in check, we can then cast out more negativity by intentionally or unintentionally hurting someone else. Or perhaps we feel as if we are helping others by pointing out their flaws as a way to help them improve. When in fact, we may just come off as if we're hurling insults. That last scenario, I have learned a great deal from. I have a teenage daughter who, like most, is sensitive and does not take criticism well. I would make an innocuous comment and she would internalize it as criticism, when in fact that was not at all how I meant it. But those experiences taught me a lot about how to phrase things, when to keep my mouth shut, and how unintentional negativity can happen. I am not a doctor, scientist, or psychologist, so I cannot tell you why, but negativity seems to have more weight in our brains than positivity. Sure, I can go Google that answer. Maybe I will. But what's the point in that when I just know that negativity holds a space it should not in our heads? Here's the thing that stands out for me about personal accountability and negativity. When we don't live up to what we want to accomplish, we often focus on the negative qualities of ourselves in the situation that led up to the unsuccessful achievement. Yet when we underpromise and oversell or go above and beyond what is called for, we give ourselves no credit whatsoever. This is how most of our brains are wired. It's no big deal. We accomplish a lot but it's utterly devastating that one time we underperformed. Today, I will try to provide you with several ways to help rewire how you look at yourself so you can surround yourself in positivity instead of negativity. What can negativity do to our body? When we freely express ourselves, the positive impact on our body is possibly not noticed, but when we allow negativity in, several things can slowly start to creep in. Negativity does in fact impact our health, especially if you repress your feelings around any negativity like judgment, fear, hostility, or hopelessness. 
When we are scared, upset, allow judgments of others into our head or create a repetition of negativity in our brains, it throws off the delicate balance of the body. Emotions based in fear create stress, throw off the balance of hormones, lower immunity, and depletes us of happiness and joy. If we continue this type of behavior, it creates chronic stress, which negatively plays out across every function of the body. Stress is the number one reason people see their doctors. Unchecked or unmanaged stress can lead to brain fog, fatigue, high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, digestive issues, lowered immunity, autoimmune issues, anxiety, depression, mental health breakdowns, abnormal heart rhythms, heart attacks, and even strokes. This stuff quickly adds up. Because of how our brains are wired, we spend entirely way too much time ruminating on minor things instead of focusing on positive things. Let's make a pact to tackle this stuff now rather than later. What can negativity do to our aura? The aura is an invisible magnetic energy field that surrounds the body. Negativity definitely impacts our aura. This might not be something you have thought about if you aren't someone who does energy work regularly. There are seven main layers to the aura, which extend out about seven to ten feet all around you. They represent our physical health, emotional well-being, and spiritual energy. If your aura is healthy, bright, light, and clear, your body is also healthy. It is said that emotions hit our aura, and if we do not deal with them, then they process through the layers and affect our physical body. The third aura field closest to the body holds ideas and beliefs. The second closest holds feelings and emotions, and the first layer that matches your body holds your life energy and protection. It is said if emotions and negative beliefs are not dealt with, that they can move into the first layer and affect your body, causing disease, physical, and emotional illness. As we go about our normal daily life, we sense, read, pick up, and interact with all sorts of different types of energy, from people, places, and even residual energy. Your aura can actually experience stress as you exchange energy with those around you, which is why energy clearing and grounding practices are so important for everyone. When our field takes on too much stress, it can lead to us feeling stressed, anxious, lethargic, impatient, negative, and even weaken our immune system. You can learn how to protect and ground yourself in my first two episodes in case you missed them. Please make sure to cleanse your space in yourself often, ideally each day. But I know for me personally, I'm lucky if I remember to do it a few times a week. If this is all new to you, practice to aim to do it weekly and then move up to daily. Why is focusing on negativity a bad thing? If you're anything like me, you're probably wondering why scientifically or logically it's bad to focus on negativity. A King's College study found that repetitive negative thinking increases the risk for Alzheimer's. It also stated a prolonged habit of negative thinking diminished the brain's ability to think, reason, and even form memories. Another study found in the Journal of the American Academy of Neurology that you can be at greater risk for dementia by thinking cynically. Consider this. What you train the brain to do, it does well and naturally becomes the default setting. So it all goes back to retraining and rewiring how your brain thinks. This is why you often see positive affirmations suggested as a way to boost self-esteem and motivate yourself. This is where conscious language comes into play. We'll be digging into that shortly as a way of letting go of negativity. 
So now you're sitting there wondering, how can I let go of negativity? Letting go of negativity isn't easy, nor does it provide instant gratification. It is work, but it's worth doing. You're probably asking yourself, how do I ditch the negativity? What are the steps for bringing in more loving vibes and to help myself feel better? I'm going to give you six real life ways to do this. These are things that I actually use and practice all of the time. I am not perfect. My friends catch me falling back into my negative ways. One, spend less time around negative people. Negative self-talk and negative people lower your vibration. Love is a high vibration. So if you're looking to bring in more love, dump the negativity. Yes, I know. Easier said than done. If the people around you are toxic, most likely you will have to cut ties and create some solid boundaries. This is going to be hard at first, but please know it does get easier. We will be covering how to reframe negative self-talk in a minute. There is no shame in seeking professional help if you are struggling. Two, try using positive affirmations and repeat them several times a day. Instead of focusing on negativity, focus on positivity and ways to bring light and joy into your headspace. The more you say positive affirmations, the happier and more content you will feel. This does take time. When you are stuck in that negativity loop or get upset, try what I learned from Gabrielle Bernstein. Take a deep breath in. I want you to feel the emotions that got you riled up. Now exhale and say, I choose to see peace instead of this. Repeat it several times. Try it with your eyes closed or with your hand over your heart. Three, having a support system to lean on helps to keep your negative thoughts in check. One way to build a support system is to get out and meet new people. I know that social interaction is incredibly tough right now. Try and find an outlet like Marco Polo or Zoom with family and friends. Join a Patreon of someone you want to learn from or that speaks on a subject that you enjoy. There are lots of ways to seek out and participate in a community if we look. Pre-COVID, I would have said, join a club, meet a friend for coffee, or go to the library. Find a store that has your favorite items, something that excites you or you want to learn. As hard as it is putting yourself out there, building a support system is vital. Four, practice gratefulness. A gratitude journal or list are all the rage right now, and for good reason. It's a surefire way to attract more positivity into your life. If you're constantly disappointed and let down, this is the exercise for you. It's a good way to reflect on what's going on. It's cool by like simply writing down what you're grateful for, what made you happy, chuckle, or brought a sliver of joy that day. You can unburden yourself or perhaps just write down what happened and how it made you feel as often as you can. There is no wrong way to do it. Five, be less judgmental. Nothing makes you feel more like crap than being judged. Let's get real here. Judgment is the opposite of gratitude. Judgment is highly negative, low vibration, and can be difficult habit to break. I struggle with this. I'll be honest. How do I break it? Well, I put myself in the person's shoes that I'm feeling judgy about. I spent a number of years pushing back my empath vibes. So when judgy McJudgerson me pops out, I call back in my empath questions like, why are they acting this way? Why is this behavior triggering me? 
is what they're doing that important that I should be focusing on it? This is where the journal works and it's very helpful. Reviewing these types of events, working through your triggers can help you heal and bring in more positivity. Six, change your language using conscious language. I cannot even believe I'm saying this right now, but Yoda got it right. Do or do not, there is no try. It may seem silly, but changing simple phrases changes your vibration. Whether you realize it or not, our internal and external words shape our beliefs and create our reality. Our words have power, whether we understand their full impact or not. Conscious language helps you to see your negative and limiting beliefs and helps you to change them. Using conscious language is a massive help in letting go of negative thinking. It helps you to pay attention to how you're using words and thoughts, which gives you permission to be more gentle and loving with yourself as you rephrase and reshape your thoughts and words. Conscious language allows you to replace negative thoughts with positive ones. Using it helps with neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neural connections. Your mind believes what you tell it for good or bad. So if every day you tell yourself, I am smart, a happy person who makes decisions easily, you will start to believe this and it will become your new reality. To use conscious language, simply pick positive words. Words like, I am, I will, I choose, I can, or I desire. Keep it in present tense, positive, even if that's not what you believe. Saying terms like, I want, I need, I must, I'll try, I should, or I shouldn't, set you up for failure as they're limiting. The piece I personally use the most is if I say something negative, I will reframe it. Author Marcella Von Harding, PhD, tells us to say, delete, cancel, clear, when you say something limiting. This is what it looks like in real life. I'm not a good public speaker. Delete, cancel, clear. I'm an excellent speaker. Let go of negativity. We talked about ways to bring in more love. Now let's think about ditching negativity in a variety of forms, such as negative words, people, thoughts, and the things we want. I'm willing to bet you have not had deep thoughts about the negative things you consume while watching TV. Five years ago, as I cut back on TV, the first thing I really noticed is how much I didn't miss the news. As an empath, watching the news sucked my energy. I had a strong reaction every single night to what they were playing. The news's job isn't to give you that warm, fuzzy feeling. Actually, they found that negativity is what drives the news because bad news sells. If they only cover happy stories, their viewership quickly drops. There are dozens of studies on negativity bias and why that's the only model for the news media that works. Because as much as we don't want to believe it, bad news far outweighs good news. Pew Media found that there are 17 negative news reports for every one good news report. Long story short, humans seek out drama and negativity. It's just how we're wired. It's why it's such a hard habit to dismantle. I chose to follow those who talk about positivity 90% of the time on social media, and I don't watch the news. And guess what? 
I am still a functional adult who can hold a conversation about current events. It's easy for me to be detached when I read about the news, but in general, I stopped partaking in the media, especially in the last year. I no longer am plagued with anxiety or fear. It's easy for me to decipher what's real when I am not being spoon-fed negativity daily. I found that once off the news, I had more flexibility. It was an odd correlation to find, to be honest with you. Flexibility helps you to go with the flow, and being easygoing draws more happy people to you. Being aware of the vibe you're putting out also helps to keep negativity away from you. With all of this talk of positivity, I don't want you to think that I'm simply referring to toxic positivity. I want you to lean in, feel, express what you are experiencing. However, you can simmer down the negative vibes swirling around you by changing some of the external forces and what you choose to focus on. Living authentically helps to keep your vibe high. Don't smile just because you think it's what's expected, but know what you put out there is what you get back. If you're around someone who gossips, makes judgments, their intent is to make others uncomfortable, speaks negatively, makes you feel like you're going crazy, or says you're always wrong, that's a toxic person. That is not a healthy relationship, and you can break that connection, even if it's family. This may sound silly to those who have not experienced a toxic relationship, but I give you permission to break these connections. You don't owe anyone, anything, no matter what they tell you. Letting that type of negativity go will release blocks as long as you build back up your self-worth. Taking the time to build yourself back up is critical. Comparison is another way to suck the joy out of your life. When we compare our journey to someone else's, how can we live in the moment? How can we have gratitude for where we are and how far we've come? Again, a gratitude journal would come in play here and it really turns the negativity around. When you realize how much negativity you allow into your head, it's startling and perhaps even overwhelming. You don't have to tackle this all in one foul swoop. I actually encourage you to take it piece by piece. Start with something that seems the easiest to do. That way you're building up your self-esteem when you feel like you have done it well. Please don't get down on yourself if you feel as though you have gotten knocked back a step or two. This is a process. The journey doesn't have to be rushed. For me, it's ongoing. As soon as I get comfortable in standing in positivity, I find myself trying to shift back into a negative thought system. It's okay. I just adjust my course of action and move on. I don't wallow or sit in judgment of myself. I merely acknowledge I slipped and stand back up and move on. Affirmations and essential oils were helpful for me in this process, but that's a podcast for another day. If you need to know more about that, you can hop over to my Facebook at Axiom Wellness 79. I've talked more about it there. You can search the term affirmation and two posts specifically break it down one on october 14th 2020 and the other on july 13th 2020 i really hope this mini dive into negativity helps you to turn the page so you can move into positivity the six steps to bring in more loving vibes have helped me to ditch a major part of my personality i never want to regain thank you for joining me today If you want to learn more about what I do or book a session, head on over to my website, www.axiom-wellness.com. 
Have a question? Shoot me an email at 79axiom at gmail.com. If you want to learn more about psychic development, intuition, and magical things, you can follow me over on Instagram at holistic underscore mystic underscore Danielle or on Facebook at Psychic Danielle Hughes. You can also follow me on Facebook at Axiom Wellness 79 for tips and recipes for essential oils. I hope you have a magical day. Yay!